0: on episode 19 of the Canadian Real Estate Marketing Podcast. We're going to talk about the difference between marketing and connecting with Realtor Justin Loncaric.
1: Welcome to the Canadian Real Estate Marketing Podcast. Listen as each episode explores ideas and tactics that real estate professionals can use to get more clients and make more money. Here are your hosts, Paul Polson and Val Labreck.
0: Today, we're lucky to be joined by Realtor Justin Loncaric from Burling, Ontario. Justin's a Keller Williams Platinum Award winner, and his team is consistently the number two team in KW Signature Oakville. Real estate is in Justin's blood. His parents have been in the industry for more than four decades, and he himself has been at it for the past 16 years. Justin and his team crushed it in 2020 with a 725% increase in gross commission income, with most of that happening during the lockdowns. He and his team are on a path to doing a million bucks this year. Justin's main focus is upsizing families using his home run method. He's number seven on Property Spark's list of the top 15 Burlington real estate agents for social media. He operates ListingLoans.ca and is one of the hosts on the Underground podcast. Justin says he found success as a realtor when he stopped marketing and started connecting, and that's exactly what we're going to talk about today. Justin, how are you? I'm great,
1: Paul. How are you? Super duper. Thanks for being here. Really appreciate it. Well, you know, it's always good to connect with new people, which I think is I what we're talking about today. Exactly. Exactly. All of your
0: marketing is focused on attracting families that are ready to upsize. Tell us how your home run method strategy targets that demo.
1: Well, we really work towards helping people that have families that are looking to upsize to the next level. And we're really kind of trying to work towards talking to their um, their pain points and, their, and the problems that they have when it comes to actually making that move. A couple years ago in 2019, I actually moved myself and I have a family with three kids and a couple of dogs and it's hard. It's not easy, right? Like you're wrangling kids. You're trying to paint the house. You're trying to, you know, you got relatives coming and going, helping you do trim work and cleaning and everything else in between. And you got kids going off to different daycares and whatever to try to get out of the way. And our home run method kind of works towards helping you ease all the stress and trouble of that. We've combined it with the listing loans product, which we've built, um, that will again, make that process a little easier. Well, I'm sure we'll talk about that in a minute, but the goal is literally to speak to those pain points and say, listen, we've been through it. This is what we do and we can help you. Right. Cause there's nothing better than experience for getting people to the next step of their life
0: let's go back to the listing loans for a second you're very accomplished you've got you know a podcast you're marketing all over the place all the rest what do you see in the future of the industry that you think it's important to kind of diversify where you're getting leads and income from
1: well i think first of all i think a lot of realtors kind of think that real estate is it like i'm going to get into real estate to sell real estate for the rest of my life and i think that's a wonderful attitude i mean if you have the the kind of chutzpah to get out there and do it that's great but i've watched people like my mom and dad and my grandmother was actually a realtor before that too Oh, really yeah so i mean i've got a pedigree that goes beyond the 40 years you were mentioning but i've watched these people bust their ass for 40 years right i've watched my mom not be present at our uh family events you know i can count on two hands how many baseball games she came to watch me play um, and I played high level baseball until I was 18 down in the States and stuff. And she was rarely there because she was working. And and I'm not saying that in a negative way because I got to play baseball because of my mom, right? I got to travel mm-hmm. and play ball. I got to go to Hawaii and travel all over Europe and all the things we got to do as a family because of the lifestyle she gave us. But there was a bunch of sacrifices in between And so I think for me, it was looking at that mindset and seeing how that was built and going, how can we do it slightly better so that I can be there every day for my kids? And part of that is multiple streams of income. Part of that is building a team. Part of that is creating a marketing campaign and a marketing platform that doesn't see me on the phone 17 hours a day, making 130,000 calls a day. Um, And all of it kind of works together to sort of give me the life that I require and that I desire because I want to build something better. Right? So it's kind of like starting with the end in mind, starting with the dream saying, okay, what do you really want? And how do we engineer that? So you're kind of reverse engineering in a way. So like kind of jumping into listing loans, it was, it stems from this, this home run method. It's, it started like three years ago where we kind of noticed, I have a friend who at the time was working in HVAC and he, uh, we hit, he had this like product where he would, give like they would basically give people loans for their furnaces and it started to get a bad rap at the time because of what people were doing with those loans and so on and i said to him like what what if we took all these you know loans and and converted them into like uh, a product that made sense for a homeowner trying to get their house ready for sale right so you know you get a lot of people that are about to sell their house they want to stage it or they want to or they want to do some painting or whatever, but they don't have the, they don't have the money necessarily up front, especially now more than ever, with the increases. There's tons of equity in people's houses. So uh, we decided to create a product and partner with a company. And, and this partnership kind of happened in the last six months, which has made it even better. But we partnered with this company that helps us allow a realtor to walk into a house and provide more value by saying to someone, listen, instead of you as a realtor paying 200 bucks and having a stager go through the house or 250 in some cases or more and just give you a list of things to do you can pay a little more than that 300 bucks and have five thousand dollars to spend on completely staging the house top to bottom you can bring in your own contractors you can have a stager come in and do all kinds of work to the house and then that money will be payable on closing out of the funds from the sale of the house at the homeowner's expense, it goes into the homeowner's pocket, then they have to pay it back. That's how the, the, the loan is structured. Um, and then you get an opportunity to, for example, sell the house for more money, which means more commission in your pocket. It makes it an easier sale because more people like the house because you've painted it and spruced it up and done a bunch of staging that makes it look prettier, which eases the stress of having to show it for weeks on end. So there's a bunch of benefits to having a loan structure like this that doesn't exist right now. It literally doesn't exist right now. Nobody has this product. We are the first to market with a product like this in Canada. Anyway,
0: I can see that there is a lot of value in that for sellers. And I'm guessing that that's even something that probably attracts um, sellers to you in the first place.
1: Yeah. And well, look at it this way. I mean, from a real estate perspective, a lot of realtors are doing this already just with their own money. So they're walking in in Toronto, for example, and charging people seven and 8% but paying 20 and $30,000 to renovate the place before they even put it to market. Right. Cause that's the expectation down there. There's a lot of that going on in Toronto and surrounding areas. And there, and you know, I, even my mom has told me in the past, she's put money into people's houses to stage it, you know, two $3,000 to stage a house that wasn't really sellable and it didn't look great before, but now it looks incredible. Um, but it's at their expense and it's at their kind of risk to do that. What if the guy doesn't sell? What if the guy? now, you're the collection agency as the agent. Right. Right. So now we created this opportunity where the agent pays the money up front to, to, to give the, that's, it's long and the short of it. That's the, that's the money we make on the loan is the 300 bucks. The homeowner gets $5,000 to do what they want with. So you can stage the house for 2000 bucks and send them to Cabo for the weekend if you want. I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Like whatever you want to do with the money, as long as it's paid back on closing and that's part of it too. You know, I've had clients in the last six months or a year that have gone to stay in hotels and you can cover off their hotel stay for the weekend over the time that they have their house listed depending on how quickly it's gonna sell. So there's a lot of opportunity to do a lot with that money um, and then have it paid back at no risk to the agent. And really, truly, if someone's selling in a market, in, in, in a good market anyway, in Southern Ontario, some of these other markets, there's not a lot of risk to the homeowner either because A, the money was given to you, you just gotta give it back on closing when the funds come from the buyer, right? So mm-hmm. it's all part of the package. It's really seamless. Nobody get, you know, nobody feels any pain of a few thousand bucks coming and going. So,
0: and is this something that is um, you're only doing in your market, or is it open to realtors all across Canada?
1: Right. So the soft launch will be in Ontario in the middle of June. Right now, the product is being we're building out some back end features to allow about like a thirty second application process. So. That's part of the, the the convenience of it is during a home evaluation, I can walk in and say, hey, Paul, we're going to do this. All I need to do is for you to fill in this form. All the details are in the form. The homeowner fills it up, boop, 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 send. And that information gets sent to the lender and then you're improved within 30 seconds. So then within 24 hours, that money's in the homeowner's account to be able to do what they want with. So that's really as simple as it will be. Um, The soft launch will be Ontario because we have certain legalities we got to make sure we we deal with. We probably won't end up in Quebec all that easily because it's very difficult to get stuff done in Quebec, Um, but across Canada in the coming months. So yeah, we intend on going Canada wide as quickly as possible.
0: So somebody listens to you talking, you're very, you know, you're very established, you've got experience, you've got a team around you, you're building your own uh, platforms somebody that's new is maybe a little bit overwhelmed by this coming into the industry they think this person is so established how can I ever aspire to that level if somebody comes in and is brand new what would be your advice to them where should they what type what platform should they focus on what type of marketing would be
1: either free or low cost that you could suggest so right off the hop um, anything organic is free right? So look for organic sources. Um, And the nice thing about it is the average, I bet you if you went across Canada and looked into most of the larger cities, you'd probably see the average demographic broken down pretty straightforward in this, that of home ownership to be between 30 and 55. Um, Generally speaking, uh, you get older people that own homes for sure, but that demographic is shrinking as people go to rent and they downsize and they move to other facilities. And more and more kids nowadays, for example, are actually staying at home later. So 30 to 55 is the average demographic across Canada. Almost every time I go into a house, when I pull up the stats for the house that I'm in, that's usually the statistic I find in my area, which is around Toronto and Burlington area, just uh, west of Toronto. And so when I look at demographically, what platforms people are using, especially now more than ever with the pandemic we've just been dealing with, we are dealing with, Facebook and Instagram are the two that are the main sources of advertising uh, for 30 to 50 to 55 year olds. uh, Facebook's average demographic sits around 35, 40 years old. So I would suggest start there. Facebook, this is like hot tip of the day right here. Facebook allows you to have 5,000 friends. Okay. So screw friending other realtors, unless you're looking at, you know, uh, you know, building a team or you're building your, you know, recruiting for your brokerage, screw friending other realtors and try to just f- friend people within the networks around you. That's what we've been doing for the last year. We started with like 1500 friends or something like that. We're almost at 5,000. And when we get to 5,000, we're going to start calling off the realtors that are in my list, quite frankly. Mm. And that's a, that's a really great place to start because now you can speak to those people. For free because by posting on facebook they're part of your friends list they're going to see you now there's an algorithm you have to get around which is interesting too and you have to remember that the algorithm likes it when you keep people on facebook there's a couple of great documentaries um i wish i could remember the name of there was one recently on fa- about facebook and social media gosh i can't think of the name of it but basically the long and the short of it is they track every second and millisecond that you're on a post as you're scrolling through they know exactly how long you spend on each post they know what you've engaged in they have twenty five thousand data points on you on every social media platform or more and what they're doing is they're saying okay uh justin's scrolling through paul's scrolling through um he likes i don't know i'm just guessing here bananas so he you know he's he's they're going to show him more posts about bananas to keep him there as a poster If I put a post about a banana, but I put a YouTube video link right in the post and it's going to take me away from Facebook. Facebook's going to look at me and go, yeah, sorry. I'm not going to show that to Paul this time because it takes me away from Facebook. And the point of that is, is that the longer Paul scrolls through, the more ads he can put in front of Paul. Right? So if if I click on something to take Paul away from Facebook, they're no longer putting ads in front of Paul, which means Facebook's not making money. So just be wary of, if you're going to post videos and things, talk about it, maybe post a nice picture of something, put the video in the comments, the link to the video in the first comment. These are hot tips. You got to be writing these down, people. I'm telling you right now. We're
0: (laughs) we're even uploading video natively, right? Like we find Yeah. So when you do
1: (laughs) listing videos, take, get from your photographer, grab the, the, the actual raw data file, the MP4 file that they give you. And, and upload that directly into Facebook. So that, and actually that's that has an added benefit of as people are scrolling through, it starts playing in front of them right away, rather than just having a static link with a picture. So that's an added benefit to, there too.
0: Yeah, in our experience that Facebook, like you had touched on, they like that, that time on site. Mm-hmm. A video, of course, it's minutes typically that you're gonna watch it. Yeah. And um, Facebook in our experience favors that post over other types of posts so yep. you get a little bit more organic reach in our experience by posting a video natively to Facebook than other content types. So that's a very 100%. good tip.
1: So then you you can also, you know, sort of almost get around the algorithm by kind of cheating a little bit. So every now and then, if you post, I posted the other day, uh, uh, how many different addresses have you lived at, or how many different houses have you lived at, or homes have you lived at, or something like that. And then you get a bunch of people commenting and then you go in and comment back to them. And then you get other people commenting to each other. Oh, I didn't know you had four houses. Oh, whatever. The fact that you're keeping people and engaging people in Facebook will put you in front of those people more and more, right? Cause the algorithm goes, Ooh, they, these people like this guy, right? There, there are tons of people commenting. I'm going to put this guy in front of more people. So they might throw a few extra posts in front of people. Now that's just flat out organic. I'm not even paying for this stuff. Right? So that, that post I'm talking about had easily three, 400 comments, right? A couple of shares. Right. So, I mean, that to me is beneficial. I don't care how many likes or whatever I want to see engagement, right? I want to see people talking about the post underneath. I actually like it when people share it or even like, I like it when people go, Ooh, that was awesome. I'm going to, and they redo it on their own because it's like, well, that's flattery in a way,
0: you know, for sure. Yeah. So, yeah, that to get a share, I think, is kind of the highest compliment you can get on social <laughs> media, right?
1: That's right, that's right.
0: Earlier, you talked about um, marketing to, a, not to avoid making phone calls, but just to kind of claw back some of your time so that it's not sent cold calling all day or door knocking. Um, I think when realtors are getting started, there's a lot of, especially older agents, that really bang that drum about door knocking or making phone calls. There must be a a happy medium between the two, especially when you're getting started to do some of the door knocking and then doing this type of marketing you're talking about. Is there, in your opinion, is there any way in 2021 for a realtor to get long-term success by just door knocking and avoiding Facebook and Instagram and everything else? Or is that just what sellers and buyers are expecting from their realtors now is to be online and active in video and, and photos and that kind of thing?
1: there's a lot of people that are going to disagree with me because I come from a brokerage that bangs that drum, right? So I work for Keller Williams and there's a lot of that going on. A lot of people talking about door knocking, cold calling, and that, you know, there's a lot of that. And I have, I have no qualms to say that that does work, right? The catalyst moment for me was watching a video of a very successful realtor down in the U S do. It was almost like a, a, you know, when you have like staff, one-on-one meetings with your, with your kind of employees and you sit down with them and you say, what went right this week? What were your goals this week? Did you hit them? That kind of stuff. And they, they posted this video uh, of a, uh, of a meeting like that with one of their employees and the kid was like, I did uh he said something like 17 or 18 hours of cold calling this week. And I, and I had six appointments and blah, blah, blah. And for me, I appreciate that, but it's not scalable. Like I can't see myself doing that for a career, right? Like for 40 hours a week, you know, 360 or whatever days a year, 52 weeks a year, you know, forever. It just doesn't work for me. And I don't think it would just pound the crap out of your mental state and you'd be, I was just going to say it must (laughs) be draining just just if that's your job every day, right? The only place where you fail more than you win and you're actually good is baseball. You can fail six or seven times out of ten, and you can be the best hitter in the league. <laughs> so, right, right, so that's yeah. all. That's all I got. But uh, but that being said, I mean. Really like to, to answer your question about happy medium. Yeah. I mean, sure. Get out there and do some door knocking and get some experience and get yourself in front of people. There's nothing wrong with that. I don't say never do it. I mean, I tell, we used to, even last year before the COVID hit and all this stuff was going on, we were sort of door knocking and dropping flyers and things and trying to grow some business in this very specific area. But I think the key is shooting a a rifle rather than a shotgun don't be door knocking 15 different neighborhoods every week every year Stick stick to one neighborhood try to figure out a specific spot right and really really try to pound that neighborhood so people get to know know you more um but i will say this i mean just as easily as door knocking and and i would never advocate that you'll never gonna pick up a phone again if you start using social media as your as your you know your marketing tool you still have to phone I have 3,000 leads sitting in my database that all of them need phone calling, right? Right. We spent two and a half hours as a team this morning on Zoom, just sitting there, like kind of keeping each other accountable on Zoom and, uh, and calling leads. And we called 30, 40 leads each, you know, we got six or seven, you know, new opportunities out of those leads. But all of those leads came from advertisements that we put out there. The, I just got off a text message with another uh, realtor in the area. We, we kind of, you know, bad ideas back and forth. And he asked me, what do, you, what do you see as the most effective way to generate leads? You know, hot sheets or whatever. Honestly, listing ads. So if you're a new realtor, you don't have any listings. You don't have anything going on. Get yourself on Facebook one way or another. Figure out how to create a listing ad. I know in Keller Williams, not to beat their or toot their horn, but they have a great opportunity to just create a a Facebook listing ad in like seconds flat using their system that they have and I'm sure other companies have the same thing so look into it figure it out or take a couple training courses on how to do it create a listing ad and and get some leads rolling in because really truly that's the easiest way you put an ad out there you have uh, a sign-in sheet where people put their name and phone number and email address they click enter they go to the next page and they get all the listing information and you get a copy of their information. And now you're calling them saying, Hey, you signed up for this thing. Just wanted to make sure you got all the information you require. That's it. Simple as that. So that's, I mean, from a social media standpoint, you want to get leads right away. Just put listing ads out there. And when you're in a brokerage in Ontario, anyway, I don't know other brokerages or other on other uh, provinces. You can, uh, you can use other people's listings in your brokerage. Right. So you can just put a note out to your brokerage and say, Hey, anybody got a listing they want to advertise? I'm happy to take up some of that, uh, some of that weight and I'll advertise it myself. And a lot of people will say yes, because they want their list, the, the more advertising out there for their listing. So grab another listing, advertise it. If you don't have any of your own and, uh, and start there.
0: Well, and I think that'd be a really valid, um, strategy, especially in BC where agents can't double end deals. So there's, if you're approaching a, a listing agent saying, let me, promote your site, the seller loses nothing. They're going to split commission with somebody anyway. And um, so, yeah, I think for somebody new in a brokerage, that's probably a good way to get leads and to ingratiate yourself with maybe more experienced and more senior realtors.
1: Well, you're also proving to them that you wanna work and perhaps they wanna work with you down the road. And maybe there's a team that wants to pick you up or whatever. That's another opportunity, by the way, is to, you know, I, I started on a team, I started on my mom's team. I felt like it was one of the best opportunities or experiences I had for, for learning. Right. Because they really don't, they give you some tools. They talk a lot about legal stuff and how not to get sued to get, to become a realtor. Right. But they certainly don't give you the, the Cole's notes or the steps on how to write an offer properly. For example, I just had one of my new agents go through that with me. And you know, the first offers she sent me were like, uh, you know, a 12 year old could have done a better job, but it's not her fault. She just has no clue because they didn't teach her. So, hop on a team if you can find a team and a you'll get instant leads not instant but and that wouldn't be the reason why i jumped on a team but it's an opportunity to get faster leads because the team hasn't you know is already probably building and has leads coming in and b you get tons of experience and opportunity to learn from some people that have been in it for a while so do you think
0: that's the way the industry is going that you're going to see more and more teams going forward
1: well, um, yes, is the short answer. I see I see industry going that way. I mean, it's, it's really, I find it, and the reason why we built our team the way we did is I find it very difficult as one person to manage multiple listings and multiple buyers at the same time, right? Listings require something completely different than buyers require. Even though you don't have to drive around for listings, there's still time involved. They're still chasing certain things and figuring stuff out. Buyers require you to drive around. My buyer agent, one of them's out there today and um, I think he's in Cambridge showing six or seven listings, which is about a half hour, 40 minute drive from where I am. He's gotta go show six or seven listings. I'm here doing this, advertising our team, right? So we've split it up to say, okay, over here, you're gonna go do all the buyer stuff. I'll take care of all the listing stuff. And we, we really provide a high level of service that way. So as you go forward, I'm not saying individual agents won't be able to sustain themselves, but it certainly is a more difficult opportunity as an individual to try to manage all of that stuff. Unless you have help, you need help with that. Right? So yeah, that's the short answer. I should have said the short answer, which is yes, I see it going that way.
0: If you're a family in the Burlington area looking to upsize, visit Justin's website and download your free copy of his home run method selling guide, or maybe you're a realtor in another market that wants some inspiration on attracting sellers in a similar demo. Either way, visit jlrealtygroup.ca to download the free selling guide. Justin, thanks for being here. We really appreciate it. Thanks man. It's been fun. Yes. Yeah, stay safe and uh, <laughs> hopefully the market stays strong for you guys out there.
1: If you enjoyed this episode, consider sharing it with someone else that might feel the same way. And if you haven't already, please like, subscribe, and review the podcast. We're Val Lebrack and Paul Polson, and this has been the Canadian Real Estate Marketing Podcast.